Hey, listeners, the episode you're about to listen to is from a live recording we did on October 22nd in Louisville, Kentucky. Obviously, most of you did not have a chance to make it. So before we jump into the episode itself, I want to thank the sponsors for that event and for this episode. First, I'd like to thank David C. Cook for their kindness and the efforts that they put in to support that event. If you go to davidccook.com, you can find two of my books, you can find one of Ted's books, and you can find a whole variety of other great publications uh, there. We'd also like to thank the Christian Standard Bible. Uh, CSB is a new translation from Holman Bibles. It's, it's actually the one that I use personally. So I love this. I use it uh, probably not daily, but often. And I love its readability, its accuracy. And I even use it with my kids and they find it understandable as well. So go to csbible.com to check it out, to read it, to get your questions answered, to see who was involved in it, and uh, even to order it for you or church leaders, maybe for your church. We'd also like to thank Hector Lagaris and Lagaris Roasters, the makers of the delicious Happy Ranch Signature Roast Coffee that they provided for the event and that you can order yourself if you go to happyrantpodcast.com. You can find a link there. Lastly, we'd like to thank Resonate Recordings, the fine folks who do the editing on this podcast, who did the audio at the live event, made the whole thing sound as good as it does. Uh, That was no thanks to Ted, to Ronnie, or definitely not to me. So thank you, Resonate, for pulling that off. Now, without further ado, here's the episode. Hey, welcome to the Happy Ramp Podcast. I am Ted Cluck, joined, as always, live in Louisville by Barnabas Piper and Ronald J. Martin. And boys, uh, we have the distinct pleasure of being potentially on what I'm going to call the third date with this group of people, <laughs> with this beautiful group of people. Uh, I don't know where it is. Is that different than third base? It's very different than third base. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Just wanted to clarify. Yeah. I'm You're not, not very lie. Baptist at all, man. But I mean, what's going yeah. on with Listeners that? Listeners can't see us. We need to give them an accurate portrayal right, of what's not part. happening. I appreciate that. We're on the third date, and it's a third reform date in that we're hanging out in a huge group and nobody really knows what's going on. But that being said... And we have sheet cake. We have sheet cake. We have snacks. And, we have, and coffee, nothing stronger. We have right. Ligaris Roasters coffee. If you haven't uh, availed yourself to that, go out and, uh, and buy a couple of bags of that on your way out. Um, we have merch, boys. We mm. have Mission Wear merch. We have our own merch. Um, so go to the merch table, hit that up, um, you know, ravage that on your way out. And, um, Biblical phrasing. Yeah, what I want to do now, boys, is uh, I want to hear from our crowd. So what we've done, we've, um, we've set up this amazing room here at uh, Sojourn, Sojourn East. And in addition to a John Calvin bust, we have a microphone in the middle of the room. <laughs> which is not very Calvin at all. On it? which... You know, these reform folks are going to come up and, and go about 15 minutes apiece, probably. So we'll get through about one and a half questions. Yes, yeah, so there's going to be one Q&A, <laughs> yeah. and they're going to win the, the Blu-ray. because gonna, it'll, it'll literally, Yeah, it won't be a Q's end day. It'll be a Q. It'll be a Q, and then I'll say Rachel the Held Evans, and we'll all go. Maybe I had a weird question that I thought maybe you'd be brave enough to ask our uh, fair audience. Lay it on me, baby. Could it be that there are some non-reformed people in our audience? Is that even possible? Or are you, are you, would you like to ask them that question? Do we... Is somebody wow. Because we have a Calvinist DVD for them. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, right. They're going to really love Correct. hearing. They can't wait to get their Ligon Duncan fix later tonight yeah. with that Calvinist DVD. <laughs> and truly, we have handlers in the back to escort you out immediately, yeah, by the exactly. way. <laughs> Boy, security, can we... Yeah, can we get, get that taken care of? That's right. ASAP. Do you want me to really ask it? I, I kind of like that. Yeah, Do we have any that. non-reform folks in the... In the- House tonight? This guy right here. We have one brave soul down here. All right, let's bring him up. Let's clap it up for our guy. Come on up. 
Brother, we know you don't know if you're saved oh, you or not right today. To <laughs> so <laughs> after the uh, after the podcast, we'll uh, we'll speak some truth in you. I was going to give you this blue tell, tell us all about how you chose to be saved. Uh, oh boy. Okay, so he's talking into the mic. He's talking into the mic. <laughs> Always producing, baby. Dude, we're killing you right now, man. Throw it. We love you. Throw it at us. We believe you will be in heaven with us, whether you believe it or not. Correct. Throw us the question. And you'll, you'll probably teach us a bunch of things, too. So, uh, my name's Danny. Um, uh, you might feel it as a bit of a cop-out for me to say I'm not reformed. I don't consider myself reformed, but I consider myself muddly in the middle. Not, uh, not Arminian. Reformed-ish. Uh, right yeah, I, I, used to, <laughs> I used to call myself a semi-Calvinist, but... Uh, there you go. Not, and you know not, we believe not, there's no such thing as that, so, so carry on. Right. I yeah. know. Semi-Calvinist just means Armenian. Um, so, uh, would, you, would you like to be converted through DVD? <laughs> yeah. We hasn't asked sure. the best question yet, guys. Let's keep it oh, fair. Oh, that's right. That's Let's right. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No conversion for you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm, uh, I, I'm more of a gospel coalition guy than a reformed guy, I'd say. That's oh. an oxy... <laughs> I know. M- moron? Well, I like, I like Calvinists. Uh, I, huh. But I'm not a Calvinist. Dude, you have to defend yourself. Yeah, we, yeah. We're deciding whether we like Security. you right now, so you can just keep talking. It's great, man. It's great. Thanks for coming. Thank you. <laughs> no, for real. Yeah, what do you and got for us? Thanks for, for outing yourself. You've really you've brought some diversity to the crowd, man. I feel like yeah. we're, we're a mixed group now. Yeah. Right? We're, 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 filling up the, we're filling in the gaps. We have lots of white men and one non-Calvinist white man. <laughs> you know, we're really doing our part, guys. You know? I feel pretty it's good just about like this. Your grade. It's yeah, just like boy. the Gospel Coalition. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> Social justice, baby, all the yeah, way. Absolutely. Incarnational living is what we're doing right living, now. Incarnational living, man. Yeah. Danny, right, what do you, you got, got, baby? We're Lay killing on. you right now, and it's because we're, we want you to ask your question with some humility and shame. If, if you have one, I think we just sort of summoned you to the microphone yeah. and put you on the spot. Yeah, I was... Uh, I was trying to think of a question. I was not expecting to be the first one. So what I, here's, here's what I came up with. Uh, it's a very important theological question that I wonder about oh, man. Uh, a lot. And that's, uh, if there's no pain in heaven, is there going to be spicy food? Mm. <laughs> that's a good question. Next question. Dude, Danny, man. <laughs> Big D is bringing it. Bringing it big. Big R, you're the man of the cloth. Tell us about heaven. Oh, man. <laughs> So, but hey, get Grudem up here, man. I need a little help. <laughs> yeah, I think he Beaky, that Beaky? in chapter four. Maybe Piper should talk about it. He's been there for twenty yeah, minutes. I was there for <laughs> ninety minutes, baby. 90. 90. 90. Yeah. 90? 90. He Donnie. was there for an hour and a half. No, Donnie's been there for ninety minutes, man. Judas, Speaking please. An hour and a half. There. Yeah, you could do a lot in an hour and a half. Well, yeah, yeah, but it was between meals. Sorry, guys. I don't know anything about spicy food. Uh, the answer is, uh, from my perspective. And when I go to Deuteronomy 527, uh, the answer is yes. I have no idea what Deuteronomy 527 is. <laughs> That's why I'm a preacher. Can, can somebody else ask a question yeah, come on, before you guys we make a fool out of ourselves Come further? up to the mic. Is this Aaron or Aaron? Yeah. Yeah. E-R-I-N or A-A-Ron? E. E, got it. Oh, E, all right. I know, I didn't think you were A-A-Ron. Okay. Yeah. So I, I just noticed this electric drum set up here and... The whole time I've been wondering if it was for Ronnie, like he's going to play us some Sugar Rush, uh, Monos. Did you not get the invite to the post event oh, concert? Oh, got anything? Yes. Got anything for? I thought that's what that was there for. She's the unforgivable sin right now. Let's clap it up for that question. Oh. Ronnie's, Ronnie's looking daggers at me as if I had something to do with this. I know. I don't know why I'm looking at you, Pipe, but I feel like you're, you're behind this. 
Two words, baby. Here's the thing about Big R. I would never do an electronic drum kit, ever. Yeah. I make my own drum sounds. <laughs> Two words, baby. Burgundy years. There it is, right there. This guy, who called that out? Is this guy right? Who called out Burgundy years? I did. That was him. I'm that sitting right here. This guy, oh, this guy right talked here. to me about Burgundy years, which was a song I wrote a long time ago, and which was a lot like the other 400 songs I wrote the last 20. Dude, what's your name? What do you got for us? I'm Eli Bishop. All right, All right Eli Bishop. Got, man, throw it out there. So how's it going? It's, you know, <laughs> I think we're, it's, I think it's, oh. I think we're struggling right now. I think you can see that we're struggling. That's the question that Ronnie hates. I love it. So I'm 12 and I'm thinking about going into a mission. And, uh, do you, what would you tell your 12 year old self? Dude. What would you tell your 12 year old self? How do you like that? He's I all love grown it. up and I'd he's all he's grown, grown up, like that. He's grown up and he's grown up. Let's clap it up for Eli. <laughs> Pipe, I like you on this one. I like you. Yeah. I, like, I, I would I like have told, I would tell myself to be more like somebody yeah, who would ask questions like that. Because at 12? At 12, I didn't ask anybody good questions. Dude, it took me until about two years ago to be comfortable enough to walk up and do that in a group like this. I still would so never do that. this guy's unbelievable. I still would never walk up and do what he just did. He's amazing. Should we answer his question? Yeah, we yeah, should. Go for it. Go ahead. All right, what would I tell myself? I was waiting for one of you guys to answer. Um... Man, at 12? I feel like it just got all serious. No, I like it. Well, he asked the question. I love the question. You can't make fun of that question. No, no, I know. I'm not. I'm not. I'm I'm, I'm good. All the previous questions, yes. Um, We're breathing out a little bit right now. That's all I'm saying. Easy, boys. I think think at 12, it's it's a matter of, of character. Just your own personal character because you're going into... I have an 11-year-old daughter and seeing what middle school demands of kids in terms of culture and pressures to be something so developing character to be godly in the face of everybody else telling you to be something else and if you do those things you'll be prepared for whatever mission or task or occupation that god has for you later on but but that's a really hard thing to do i sucked at it as a 12 year old and uh so if you can focus on that i think you'll be prepared for whatever comes next yeah Yeah, that's solid Big R, what Piper. Are you? There it is. No, I got nothing. I got can't You got nothing? It. Seriously, what, do you, what would you tell 12-year-old Big R, Little R? Who, <laughs> no, I was still Big R back then. 12-year-old Little R. Who wants to go into yeah. missions? Is that what you're saying? No, just what would you tell your 12-year-old oh, self? That's what he asked. I would, say, uh, I would say, you know, I don't know, man. Maybe you should consider that Major League Baseball career that you had in mind all those years. Ron Say, the Penguin. Ron Say, right. That's, mm-hmm. you know, I was, was a Dodger fan when I was 12. That's right. Hard for you boys to believe, I know. But it's the truth. You're, I don't know. I don't know what I would say because that was never, that's never been my heart, which is missions. And so uh, that, I'm kind of blown away by that because, uh, yeah, that seems really, uh, that seems like it would be something that would be really scary for you. So I think mm-hmm. that takes a lot of courage. And I go back to what Pipe says. Yeah, I think, uh, man, God's going to prepare you for those things. And uh, you're going to know where it is you need to go. Um, when the time is is right. If he's already putting that in your heart, um, yeah, don't, uh, there's something about that and you should just continue to pray about it. So man, we're all serious. We're like Reformed Pubcast right now, apparently. And, uh, which by the way, I think we put out of business. Is that correct? Did we finally accomplish our goal? They they, they, they moved into making DVDs instead. (laughs) Hey, come on, who's coming up to the mic? Come on. Baby, you don't want to know what I would tell my 12-year-old. Oh, I'm sorry, man, I forgot. It's our host, Ronnie Martin, everybody. (laughs) Clap it up for the host of the program. Baby, so sensitive, so sensitive, man. We're right here. No, I'm not going to say it now. <laughs> I would tell my 12-year-old self, just wait a few more years and girls will talk to you. 
Just a few more years, big fella. Hang like, in there. Like 10-ish in your case, right? Yeah, like 10. Okay. Yeah, by a few, I mean like a decade. What do you got, man? In the same vein of uh, talking to a 10-year-old talking to girls, um, what's the most uncomfortable situation each of you have ever been in? This. And is it tonight? Whoa, <laughs> no way. <laughs> most uncomfortable sitch. We're all just going to say yes and next question, please. You know? yeah. Most uncomfortable sitch we've ever been in. Yeah, that's wow. a great one. That's incredible. Yeah, that's a great question. Why have we never asked that on the, uh, on the ramp? Because we don't want to answer it. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Who wants to take the first crack at that Oh, one? I know. I'm just relaxing. I feel great. <laughs> all of my most uncomfortable situations are, are like genuinely uncomfortable, not like haha uncomfortable. Like, well, like explain that. Like four o'clock on a Friday, getting called into a boardroom to get fired from a job, uncomfortable. Oh, like ouch, those, like, like those kinds of things. Not like, like just, just keeping it, just keeping yeah. it real right now, Pipe. <laughs> not <dark>. like, <laughs> not like. Well, that was an awkward date. Like those. No, I don't remember most of those, if any. But so. Next, Did that really next? happen to you, Pipe? Did you get called into a boardroom yeah. and get the axe? Yes. Wow, way to, way to just dig deeper on that, Big R. That's good radio, baby. Dude, that's really good radio. Good. That'd be good TV, too. Yeah. What about next, you, baby? Yeah, I was going to say, somebody else go. I, I, know, I always freeze up on love. a spot like this. I had one where, um, yeah. this was shortly after we were married. We'd been married a couple of years, and uh, I ran into my high school girlfriend's parents at the grocery store back home. And um, they invited us over for dinner. Right, which I thought was a little weird, but they invited my my lady KK and I over over for dinner and Judas, um, and, and we went, baby, and it was going well, and I was on, right? Really? I was go- funny, right, it was yeah, going well, yeah. you know, it was kind of comfortable and doing your thing, doing my thing, and here it comes for some reason, yeah, here it, here it comes. comes. I referenced, do you know that old urban legend wherein if your roommate dies, you get straight A's, right? You've 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 heard about this, right? Baby, I've literally never heard that. Raise, raise your hand if you've heard of that. Yeah, so... How many of you... Okay, now how many of you have killed your roommates? It's an urban legend. Okay, so, two hands. So we're, ha- we're having dinner. I'm on. It's going well. We're having a lot of ha-has. For some reason, I mention, I invoke this urban legend. The room stops, you guys. You can hear a pin drop. And then the mom goes, did you not hear about, you know, so-and-so's roommate? This, this daughter that they have that's in college. Oh. You guys, her roommate had died. For reals. Yeah, for reals. You guys, I wanted to... I wanted Baby, to, what did you do? Like, give me, the, give me the immediate reaction. Immediate reaction? This was not good. This was not my finest hour as a communicator. I said the following. <laughs> Aren't you glad I didn't marry your daughter? <laughs> that's Baby, that's, gold, that's comedy gold. Yeah, yeah. Comedy gold. Yeah. You need to release your own DVD now. Yeah, I do, yeah. That's on the, the humorist. It's on the outtakes. Uh. Right, the outtakes of the Calvinist. Next question. What do we got? Come on, fight it hey, out. Here goes Sandlot Fight hat. it out. <laughs> yeah, I'm the other uh, 12-year-old in the room with the Sandlot hat on. Yeah, but, right on. Um, my yeah. wife is extremely nervous as to what's going to come out of my mouth next. But I can see that. That's in her I, too, would be nervous if I was married to a yeah. 12-year-old. He's pointing at me, and I don't like that. <laughs> yeah. Ronnie. Uh, I'm literally petrified right now. Uh, you you should be. Evans, done. No more questions. What's it like to work with Barnabas Piper and Ted Cluck? Well, oh. first off, I'm just insulted you didn't ask them that about me. <laughs> it's okay. You know, this is a complicated relationship, guys. 
okay? Because we do this, it's the first time we've done this in person. They've done it in person. First time they've, uh, you know, had Big R be a part of the club, right? The, the live club, as we, as we like to call it. Um, you know, Pipe is a guy that likes to uh, hold it a little close to the vest. You know, obviously that is not a characteristic of Big R. <laughs> what? Ted and I, we have some complications. We've written a couple of books that have sold a total of 31 copies. Mm. <laughs> Hey, hey, split I, that think, money I think you're up to 33. Dicey. I saw a couple people buy one. Oh, there you go. 33. Yeah. Yep. But uh, our relationship's a little complicated. We've written a lot of books. We spent a lot of time watching minor league baseball together. We've had a lot of conversations <laughs> about life in, uh, in A-Town. Yeah. And, uh, and, and even now, I'm uncertain about where we all stand relationally. So <laughs> I think that's where we like to keep it because we like the tension to it run a little high It fits the whole reformed us. dating motif. It's a little reformed dating <laughs> motif, exactly. So I, I think, um, I, I think I, it, it's a privilege being with guys that are so different yet so alike because God's grace has set us free and saved <laughs> us, right? So that's what it's like. I don't know if I answered that question. Way to go, Way to go Pastor. That's there it is. Yeah. yeah, well done. Gotta keep it. Come on, you guys. Who's next? More questions. Who's next? Yeah, right here. Throw it out there. All right. I'm CT from Nashville. Shout out to Big J for my home tea. Before I ask my question, I want to answer one of yours. You asked what's up with that Joe Thorne. I'll tell you, he gave the makers of Calvinist some of the best episodes of the pubcast. But when compared to y'all, I think he knows where he stands. Because on one epi of D&D, he called his show The Angry Rant. Whoa. <laughs> wow. Throwdown. So he's, he's referencing our show on his show. Yeah, in a very sort of like, you know, yeah. you know sort of like behind the scenes, undermining kind of a it's way. It's tough having little man syndrome. I don't want to... I don't want to invoke the kind of East Coast, West Coast rap battles that took place. <laughs> but in the I 80s think you're about 90s. to do that, Big T. Am I, am I mistaken? I, That's I mean, how I'm feeling. That's I know. the kind of headspace that I'm in. I know, right? and, I, and I don't mind that, and I'm going to support you in that. So here's my question Who are we in that metaphor, right? East Coast versus West Coast? Who, am I like Suge Knight, or am I, you know? <laughs> yeah. I'd rather be West Coast than East I Coast. I mean, I'm thinking West Coast, right? I'm thinking, yeah. yeah I mean, I'm right, and Ronnie's all West Coast. I am West Coast, yeah. so I, I, you know. How are you feeling about that, baby? I don't want to undermine you, kind of like what Thorny's trying to do with our podcast. I just have a lot of anger, man. I know there is a lot of anger. You know, we got a, let's we got a gentleman help, here let's just to help. He doesn't question. end up like Biggie. You just brought up a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff going on between us right now, as you can tell. Let us do another minute of therapy, and then we're going to allow you to ask your question. I, I got a killer up inside of me, Big R. I can't talk to my family, so I talk to my diary. Right? I understand. <laughs> I understand. All right, go ahead, man. As for my question, I need to know the secret. Who was it really on the epi with Chaz Marriott? Wait, who was it with what? On... Do you remember when we had the special guest, Chaz, Chaz Marriott? That was, uh, that was my business partner and colleague, Zach Bartles. So Zach Bartles is a... Bartizzi. Bartizzi. Bartizzi is, a, is another Christian author. He's a Christian novelist. Um, he's an what, angry what tweeter. Is what he the... an angry tweeter? See, I don't on know the... anyone's yeah, Twitter he's persona. A... He's a little angsty. Is he angsty about he's what? what is it? What does Bartizzi get angsty about? I, the same things Trogues does. Interesting. <laughs> he's kind of Trogsy, isn't he? Is he's Trogsian and dude. Movie. What are his books? What are like they're like mystery, like kill people novels. Yeah, they're like right? action movies that are books. that yeah. are also Christian. What's the like? What's the big one that sold like forty copies? The Last Con. Yeah, the Last, oh, the last Con. Con. It's good actually. It's really like, good. Did you read yeah. it, man? Yeah, I, I read it and I blurbed it. Did you really, dude? Me and Barty are boys. I'm I not mean, did say you legitimately read it or did you just look at the cover like Pipe does? No, I read it, baby. Oh. Yeah, because we're I we're stopped boys. doing that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, stop usually looking at the cover. <laughs> no, I stop. I, usually... I stop blurbing books. I don't read. 
Dude, here's, here's usually how I handle blurbs. Like, they send the email, and I send them the blurb before that business day is over. Because I know if I don't, I'll forget. What is the fastest you've ever returned a blurb to somebody after receiving Probably 36 seconds. Yeah, 90 minutes. So yeah. To make it look like he's in heaven? Of, it was shorter than when you were in heaven. So, <laughs> like, you went to heaven, and before you got back, I had the blurb done. You had blurb two books. And the blurb was like, this book has a lot of paper. <laughs> Ted Cluck. Maybe the quickest blurb ever was the blurb I did for your household God's book. I think before the, even the email got to me, you already had your blurb. Yeah, you that's like, you nice. You sensed it baby. coming. You just had it pre-written. Yeah, yeah. But again, it was because of Ted Cluck quotes. I already knew what the whole book was about. That's right. There Next you go. question. Um, how many fans have requested not to do the sports episodes, and why are we listening to them? I don't know if Ronnie counts as a fan, um, but every time. He said, he said, how many requests have we gotten to not do sports episodes? Let me just, uh, let me frame this out. You pay... Every fan but you, <laughs> no. as a matter of fact. Wait, is this guy saying he wants sports episodes yeah, or doesn't? I know it's, maybe it's hard to believe, I know. You're looking stunned not, right now. Not very many. There's a, there's, a, be... there's a couple people Boys who tweet it. about it every single time. Uh, I think they're following the, the squeaky wheel gets the oil kind of... That's their motto about life. Dude, um, it's tough when you're free entertainment. That's I know. something you don't like. You <laughs> when, the, when the thing that's that gets really delivered hard. seamlessly yeah. to your earbuds know, every yeah. single Monday at no cost annoys you. We're so sorry. Um, but uh, no, we'll, con- we'll continue to do sports whenever Ronnie's at some Hyatt place and, you know, I don't know. So roughly every two weeks is what you're saying. <laughs> two, two and a half weeks. <laughs> when he's here in Louisville again for this. Yeah. <clears throat> Right, next Sojourn Conference. That's right. It's coming. That is coming. That is coming. How soon? Baby, produce me. I need to be produced. I I need boundaries. We have some some big news for you guys. We're saving it to the end because we got this gentleman coming up to ask us a real question. Yeah, I need three objective reasons why It's a Wonderful Life is not a good movie, and I particularly need that from you, Barnabas. Three objective reasons? Yeah, yeah, not subjective crap. Okay, now we're well, well. We're getting into a whole, a whole. Dude, he needs some sheet cake really quick yeah. here, man. Yeah. I'm you, fired up. I had the sheet cake. Your blood sugar is very low. I let uh, this go for a year. Okay, you've been, so. you've been sitting on this question. Dude, for I'm a just while. gonna. Climb. I'm just getting scared now, man. This is mine. I'm gonna clutch <laughs> I, this. But if 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 you guys are kind of hiding behind Barnabas's angst on it, I want I want to hear why. Well, no, Teddy, did you have not heard our Christmas apps? I hate that movie. No, I mean I am Father. I am literally Father Christmas. No, I I'm counting on you to instill reason. You were Father Christmas 25 pounds ago, and then you went on the whole 60, and you you became now you wait for it. You became like lesser scrawny Christmas, baby. You know what word is in scrawny? Ronnie. They'll be... Oh, I love it. Yeah. Is there... You're not going to accept Chestnuts anything I say. I can tell by the, the tone no, I totally will. I am it's dropping the, the militancy. It's the only thing you can eat. <laughs> I don't even know the words. No, I know. Um, All right, take it away. Paul. I don't think one can objectively give opinions about movies, or at least not something you will accept as objective, sir. Um, <laughs> I got one for him. Uh, I think... Yeah, I think they're all my opinions, but I think they're right, too. So, so this solid. is going to be a fruitless argument. <laughs> Gee, I wonder whose but, son he is. But he has... Uh, <laughs> Don Piper, we covered this. Um, Ted has an objective opinion on this movie, though. He just said so. Maybe you know, love It's a Wonderful Life. I is hate that... It's a Wonderful Life, oh, baby. <laughs> you confused oh, those two. I don't even do this, guys. Uh, get ready for my new podcast coming out called 
Happy Christmas. Go ahead. Let's Dude, call, call Trogues. He'll, he'll co-host. Trogues, tell me he co-host. Six episodes. Five, quick. Yeah, he'll do six yeah. episodes, five things you love I about Christmas. I can't wait to do another three eps of a new podcast with Trogues. Carry on. My problem with It's a Wonderful Life, it's the same problem I have with another movie that's faux deep, um, and that is Dead Poets Society. Judas. Dead Poet Society is a Every trash movie. Every man under movie. 25 in here just got angry it's at you. It's a trash movie about a trash teacher. <laughs> and about a kid who throws a really nice desk set into the river. And I hate it for that. And I hate... <laughs> I hate It's a Wonderful Life what for is, similar I reasons. love how he got from It's a Wonderful Life to Robin Williams. Yeah. And one hey, fell swoop. Not, yeah, may he rest in peace. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there is... Yeah. To, to piggyback on that, there is nothing deep about It's a Wonderful Life. It is, oh it is all sentiment. Yeah, it's faux deep. It is all sentiment that teaches nobody anything but anything, but everybody's like, it's the most inspiring thing. Y- yeah, if you don't use your brain. That movie is... Well, you know what, come and I have lots a, of opinions as well. Because Jimmy Stewart's lame. The yeah. movie's boring. You know it lasts gonna, about an hour too long. You're going to feel his ribs because of how scrawny he is. <laughs> He's wearing careful even, with him. Careful with my boy. Yeah, don't okay. don't break Ronnie. Yeah, no, I, that that movie stinks. All right, it's who terrible. do we have here, man? Come on up, Stripes. What do we got? <laughs> Come on up, Jimmy Stewart. What are people even doing, dude? Oh, this. Here we go. This one. This one. This one, baby. Every we time. We can't escape it, baby. You know what? This was this was made for B. Hold Piper's on, I've, I've got a list. Give, give me a second. <laughs> Every time this question gets asked, somehow, like, I don't think me and Big T even understand the quest. You know what I mean? Maybe we're just not intelligent. I don't know. Maybe you're just smarter. Well, no, I think only one of us goes through life finding things to be annoyed about. Um, Okay, let's see here. Dude, he has a list. He already has something written down on his show prep. Well, it's because I'd go through life looking for things to be annoyed about. Um, (laughs) All right, I'll just give you one. People who have birthday weeks... Oh. What the heck are people even doing with birthday weeks? You have a birthday that you had nothing to do with. You showed up, not by choice, by your mother's effort or a doctor's C-section, and, uh, and you are now choosing to throw yourself a party for a week so that people give you stuff when you are a self-supporting adult who should buy your own crap. And Pipe, that's kind of like what we would call... That's something one might define as brilliant, if you get my drift, man. You know, Big M kind of has a... I got, I got to bring Big it's, M into yeah, this. Yeah, it's brilliant. You, you probably like, um, like heist movies and con movies where the good guys are thieves. Surely you just don't know me at all to this, even make that comment that this, you this is This is the heist movies. movie of social media. It's like, hashtag birthday week, give me crap, even though I'm an adult. And people are like, oh, okay, it's your birthday. And they fall for that junk. You know what's, you know what's Dude, weird? Dude, if I had said that? hashtag birthday week, do you think I would have some crap? In front no, of you're not getting, <laughs> Babe, you're not getting anything. You're not getting anything but tweeted quotes. How about that? I don't see anything. You know? I got Wayne, man. Me and Wayne got each other. That's all we need. Yeah, you got Grudem. You and Grudem, yep. So what you got to know about Big M Fountains is that uh, she doesn't do birthday weeks. <laughs> Wait for it. She has birthday months. And it's been affectionately called in our family as the national holiday. And there's just, I mean, literally, it's like Christmas every May, specifically around the day of the 19th, for a month until June 19th. It's, incre- it's incredibly out of control. And you know what, Pipe? I'm not going to lie to you. I'm kind of with you on that. I'm like slightly annoyed by that. You know oh. what I mean? 
because I'm, I'm, not, I'm not like a lover of birthdays in general. So uh, that kind of celebratory thing about birthdays, you know, rubs me a little bit, man. I mean, you know? I, I think celebrating a birthday when other people are celebrating your birthday by, by their choice yeah. is, is fine. They're, yeah. they're showing appreciation. Yeah. Throwing your own birthday week is a grade-A con job, and people fall for that junk. You know, it's like doing baby showers on, like, your ninth kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is what all we know a lot about. Hand me down. Because yeah, all reform right. people are working Absolutely. on their 19th kid. Yeah, no so. offense to anybody in the room. No offense, even though the collective kid count in this room yeah. is probably enough to fill a small country. Yeah, everyone yeah, in this but, room is one of 17 right? kids, too. So. <laughs> they're all, something they're else. all middle children. Questions? Yes. You know, I gotta admit, man, I feel like the reform crowd has been a little shy tonight with the cues. I think they're doing great, yeah. baby. Don't, all right. don't talk like that about that. Oh, baby. That's not what I was saying. You You're... can't produce all these people. You can produce me because I'm asking for it, but baby, that hurts, and we're gonna talk about that later. What do you got for us? Hi, I'm Kristen. Um, years ago on the podcast, you used to do something you called your, ju- your gut check segment, yeah, where you would just say a word, Ted. and then we had to hear Ted Cluck's immediate reaction to the word, and I missed that a lot. Aww. I thought it was hilarious. So. Sweet of you to say. Let's okay, clap it up can, for this show. Can I put you on the spot for a second? Can you throw a term at Ted for yeah, like a tiny it. little mini gut check with Ted? Just, just any throw, term, and just throw out a term. Oh, or or an issue of the day, like, yeah, like Ted's thoughts on. I'm thinking. If this was unfair, I you know. No, sorry. I'm. I feel like my husband would be better at that, but he's already been up here. What'd you say? Oh, he said, "Oh, captain, oh, my captain, captain, my captain." Thank you, Nate. Thank you, Nate. All right, Ted's thoughts on "Oh, captain, my captain." Trashy. <laughs> And manipulative and cheap. Robin Williams. What was it? What was his name in the in the show? What was his his teacher name? Keating. Keating. John Keating. You're better than that. <laughs> Strong Ted. You're better than that. <laughs> I don't even remember that movie. I think that movie's too smart for me. Baby, it's trash. I, it's, I, it's not, I it's not sentimental it. enough for yeah. you, Ronnie. Okay, there's no Christmas. Which scenes is funny because it? it's no. all sentiment. Right. <laughs> Go ahead, Beaky. Carpe diem. Carpe diem. Carpe diem. All right, I see what's happening. <laughs> but there's actually a tie-in to my question, because here you are live in Louisville. Like, yeah. what, what gets better than live in Louisville? This nothing. Is, you're it's making nothing. podcast history. <laughs> well, that's, that's yeah. not true, but, but what, that will save till the end. Yeah, we there got is something that gets you. better than live okay. in Louisville. Yeah, because we, we want to know, and I guess to save for the end, what's the follow-up? Because there's nothing worse than a, than a bad sequel. Boys, do we drop the follow-up now? Ron, producer? No, let's let it marinate for a bit. Attention. Ooh, yeah. I like it. Yeah. I like that move. That's what a producer does. That's what a producer does. You got you to gotta read the room. That's right. Okay, good. Uh, my name's Luke, and uh, I actually have a friend who introduced me to the pod. Mm-hmm. That's and, a good friend. Uh, yeah. What a great. Uh, his name's yeah, Kevin, lady. Kevin yeah. Moses. Yeah. Um, and I asked him, since he couldn't be here and he really wanted to, if he had any questions for you guys. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, Why could he not be here? Uh, I don't know. I'll ask him that now. I'll fill you in. Where does he yeah. live? Where does he Text live? Him right Michigan. Lapeer, Michigan. Michigan. Dude, Lapeer, man. I know okay. Lapeer. I know you yeah. know Lapeer. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. So he's one got... of my best friends is from Your Michigan. surrogate question. Yeah. Fire away, man. Yeah. Well, so uh, he just wants to know some more details on, like, how you prepare. I know you guys just said you hate preparing. <laughs> you've but you've for... heard literally every detail <laughs> on how we prepare. Yeah. But uh, like, what time? Like, what time of day do you do it? Is it different every time? Um, 
I mean, does I he want to know like how Elon Musk plans <laughs> on like building that super highway? I mean, does he does he really want the, us to reveal the rocket to the moon? Like what we do? I mean, I mean, well, I mean, I just I told you what he told me, and but his other question. His other question was, ask Barnabas... Tell him that was outrageous <laughs> to don't, even ask that. Don't, right. Yeah, don't well, shoot the messenger, Ronnie. That's not fair. Well, he, his other question was, ask Barnabas what your dad thinks about your tattoos. So. <laughs> oh. Uh, let's answer the first question first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we, we literally have told you just about everything about prep on this show. When we say we exchange three text messages and it takes three minutes, that might be an exaggeration. Usually it's two text messages in a minute and a half. No, Actually, I know that's funny. John Piper has Thug Life tattooed across his abdomen. <laughs> it was a crazy night in Minneapolis. I won't bore you with the details, but, you know. But he's definitely Thug West life. Coast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure, West Coast. No, but honestly, you guys, it's, um, I was joking, obviously. There is no show prep. And the, the whole thing with the show is that there is no show prep because we want it to be completely and totally organic. in the moment, organic. And uh, we don't want anything to be We don't want to be, to be like some sort of Skip Bayless, Stephen A. Smith Yeah, because trash. again... Uh, Reformed pubcast. <laughs> Next question. Oh, no, I'll, I'll answer, answer, I'll answer the second question very briefly. Um, he's never mentioned them, which is very, very loud. Yeah. That probably has there something to do with you having not worn a T-shirt around your dad in right. 17 yeah. years. Yeah, he's I'd, become the Ronnie Martin of the Piper family. I'd, I it's wear, 110 degrees out. You got six I, jackets I wear, on. I, yes, I wear jackets and bandages, and he wonders. Bandages. And I told, I told him it was burn scars. Um, <laughs> and avoids all the trouble. Pipe, nice. but hold on. He's never said anything, no, dude? never. I literally don't believe that. It's absolutely He's true. never made one comment like, hey, son, let me read that uh, inscription on your nope. arm. Is it like New Testament? Is it Old Testament Hebrew? You know, like, nothing. No. no. Dude, it's okay. We'll talk later. So, fellas, I want to talk business uh, with you guys. Oh, Great. finally a man after our own <laughs> Yeah, exactly. One of us. How much are you going to yeah. give us? Uh, well, that depends. So okay. my question has two parts. Uh, and number one... It will instill some confidence in your investors, such as myself. Um, it will help you display your excess and your decadence even more. Um, Good. Can we expect about. the Happy Rant LLC to release their tax returns? Whoa. <laughs> Asking a lot now. Wow. <laughs> Things just got real. Look, if uh, I... I can't say that. I'm going to get fired. Never mind. <laughs> I'm a church planner. I can't lose my job. So um, the answer is Absolutely. Not. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, that's fair. Consider yourself uh, down one investor. <laughs> oh, wow. We'll gain one on the upside of that. Yeah. Uh, Ted, we know that you're uh, passionate about the burgeoning field of 90s studies. Mm, uh, yeah. now, and 80s, actually. That's a yeah. He expanded and, his studies. Yeah, I started a 90s into, studies program it, on my other podcast. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, I that. just wanted to I'm ask. I, was, I don't listen. I was homeschooled during the 90s, mm-hmm. uh, so I was technically a 90s kid. Yeah. Uh, also also <laughs> only, one of... Only also, sort of. Kind of a 90s kid, <laughs> yeah. I was sort of a kid. Yeah. Sort of a kid. <laughs> Very true. Uh, what would uh, if I were wanting to get into an uh, introductory '90s studies? What are the yeah. top three hmm. top three sitcoms? Oh, that is a wow. great question. Yeah, Give them that DVD. Question. Nobody's yeah. going to top here, that. Man. Come here, big fella. <laughs> Number one sitcom, Calvin's DVD. Oh, boy. What, what's your name? Alex. Thanks for coming. Alex, Sorry, guys, you're not getting the DVD. Sorry, Wayne. <laughs> Alex, you're going to need to take 90s 100, obviously, so I'm not going to give all the, way, all the course content away. We're still working through the accreditation process. Absolutely. You know, higher ed is, 
you know, it could be a little bit tricky, but three 90s sitcoms, I'm going to go, um, well, I'm going to go with the old standby. I'm going to go with Seinfeld. Yeah. Um, yeah. Quintessential 90s sitcom, pretty timeless. Um, Quintessential 90s jeans. Yeah. A lot of 90s fashion. jeans, a lot of kind of white orthopedic shoes, turtlenecks. Um, and mock turtlenecks, under sweaters. Mock turtlenecks, under sweaters. There's a, there's a sitcom that I watched a lot of in the 90s, and I actually watch a lot of now, but I think it's actually an 80s sitcom. Uh, but it's Cheers. I love Cheers, and Cheers is the show I watch now, like when I can't mm. sleep. I just dial up a little Cheers. in the 90s? It, I thought that was 80s. Dude, it's mostly 80s, but kind of 90s, a little oh, bit. But it, but it, into the 90s? I mean, but it had spinoffs that carried well into the 90s. Got it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Frasier. Frasier. Frasier is a great 90s sitcom. Um, but if you're going to really... If you can stomach it. If you're going to really take a deep dive into the 90s, I'm going to give you two movies, okay? And spoiler, they're basically the same movie. <laughs> One is Reality Bites. Mm. Have we seen this picture? Reality Bites. Young Ben Stiller. <laughs> Ethan Hawke being Ethan Hawke, which is <laughs> Mr. 90s. You know, mopey, disaffected. It was, it was such a fashionable thing in the 90s to be glum in the way yeah. that he was glum. In that movie, but the other the other quintessential '90s movie in the same vein is Singles, uh, Cameron Crowe picture, set in Seattle. I love it. Ensemble cast. There's a great uh, Matt Dillon character in that in that movie. Ronnie Ronnie's too good for the movie, so we'll we'll talk about that. Too good for here. the '90s, that's for sure. Oh, really? That's fascinating. Well, you're not going to be involved in our '90s studies program as an adjunct <laughs> professor then. Sorry, you'll Thank miss out you. on those big bucks. That's right. One more yeah, thing you don't have, to, money. You one more thing you don't have to release on your tax returns. I don't need Tivana or a bobblehead doll. I have a 90s studies program. You got what you got. You got what you need. I, I have what I have. I you guys that. have what you have. Let's, uh, let's go to the next question. Guys, it's just a God thing. We're all here tonight, so appreciate you doing this. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, Nice. Huge. Yeah. Well said. So, so I'm a pastor, and I appreciate a little Monday morning levity when you guys drop the episode. Gets me you know, kind of adjusted uh, into not quite so serious of a post-Sunday Thanks, space. Man. Thank you. And I have a staff member who resents the fact that I listen to the podcast on Mondays and you know, chuckle quietly to myself. Mm. He's a deacon. He's a supporting staff oh, person. Problem. And he is he's wayward. He he's does not, not allowed to do anything. He doesn't like the happy rant. So do. I need to know. I need your advice yeah. is this a try to win back a wayward brother or is church discipline the next step to him does he not like the happier end or does he not like laughter <laughs> he loves laughter he doesn't like your laughter I what guess. does he laugh at ridiculous stuff like 90 sitcoms hmm. dude what state are you in uh I, should i keep that Secret, or I need, he's, I'm going to force him to listen to this. So yeah, you're, yeah, you're in Washington, Washington State. Yeah. So I think as a pastor in Washington, you can do what pastors in Washington have done, which is oh, no. fire him, <laughs> yeah. fire that guy, cut him loose. You can, you can, you can also use a pseudonym online and, and be very aggressive. Do you know what he him. needs to clean so. out his? There's lots of, lots of pastoral techniques that have, were born in Washington. He needs to clean out his desk and take his quinoa and his. <laughs> Tivana tea bags and just go home. Yeah, right? do some '90s studies programs. Yeah, is what you can do it online. Do. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I'm sure he does. Oh, well, there's nothing yeah. we can do there for him. Right there. That's all you had to say. You didn't need to ask. Which is guys. to say, he doesn't like to laugh. Exactly. <laughs> so when you said he liked to laugh, you actually meant he doesn't. Right. He loves yeah. death. He loves. Well, he's he is a classic reform person that he loves to talk about joy and laughter and enjoying but things never, and without never do laughing or enjoying anything. There so, you go. He Solid. needs to read that Don Piper book. <laughs> Wayne, what do you got, man? You got my boy, it's Fountains of Wayne, baby. Let's clap it up for Wayne right now. Love this guy. You got gifts, I got Wayne. I'll take Wayne all day long. <laughs> wow. 
What do you got, Wayno? Since I have been outed as the Ted Cluck quotes, I would like to make a special request of Ted because uh, when I made the account, I had to get on Google and just find a random image of Ted Cluck, which did feel a little bit stalkery, but... (laughs) Baby, you're not but that's what I have to do. At all. No, do what you got to do, Wayne. <laughs> there's, there's some wonderful photos of Ted on Google. I, I know this is a radio, not television, but I would like to ask Ted to give me a profile picture from Live in Louisville for the account. Whoa. Okay. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> Baby, how does that make you feel right now? Give us uh, the first thing that comes to your mind when you... It makes two things. Number one, it makes me feel like a million bucks. Okay. <laughs> Because I got Wayne, and which it's is like what we're making is, off this podcast. Nobody else right is in now. the room right now, right? But, okay. but it's not, just me and but Wayne. That's not going on the tax returns. Everything else not, is just no, peripheral. Not happening. So, Wayne is what I'm. Help, help me understand what I'm hearing. Is what I'm hearing? You would like to take a picture with me right now? Yes. Okay. Yes. Let's do this. <laughs> I'm going to be real with you, though, Wayne. In saying that, there have only ever been two people in the world. One of one of whom is Aaron Bartle, Zach's wife, who who have ever taken good pictures of me. Because I'm not real photogenic, I'm not going to lie. We're on our third date, I feel like we can just come real with each other about that. So, Wayne, we're going to try this. But that's the yeah. selfie date, right? Is that, is that what you're getting at here? So, yeah, go ahead. We're going to try go this, ahead, Wayne. Guys. And if it, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work, but whatever. First right of refusal, is that what First you're right saying? You need to approve that? Line. All right. Wayne, where do you want me? I feel like we should give play-by-play on this since this is audio ahead, and otherwise there's just going to be a, a great lag time. So Ted is strolling down the steps and his pseudo-athletic coaching-style pullover. He's got a newsboy cap on. He's got his turquoise glasses, his camo joggers, and his Adidas high tops, and a killer grin. And he just did, I think, I think that was Blue Steel. And Wayne looks like a million bucks, too. Kristen. Hey. I realize this will never happen because we are too precious, but <laughs> hypothetically speaking, if you had to choose one, which female Christian influencer of today could hang with you guys on your panel? Ooh. Who would you choose? Whoa. Wow. Do you realize Whoa. what room you're sitting in right now? Hey. Do you realize there's only two answers that are acceptable to that question? Boys, do we Jen have Wilkin and, and Nancy Wilkin. Guthrie. What oh, yeah. <laughs> I think Kathy Keller is an exception. Kathy Keller and Kathy. Yeah. Does your mom's count with this? Can we? Well, yeah, but she said, which ones would we pick? Dude. Wow. That's not disrespectful to my mom. We are disrespectful to everyone else, which means I don't want her on this panel. Give us a minute, dude. How do we suss that one out that Pipe just said about Mom's Noel? Baby, that's tough. I want to. Your mom is a real Christmassy name. I like that. But go on, Big (laughs) C. I would like to bring Noel on the program and let the healing begin between the two of them. I think that's a, I yeah. think it's a marvelous idea. Yeah, that's because we that don't just take, horrible. we give on we this give. show. Yeah. We give, we're givers. Yeah, give, give, give. We have time for maybe one more, one, one more, more question. Yeah, here he is, oh, right here in the flesh. Speaking of the '90s, I need a list from each of you: top three bad action movies in the '90s. Oh yes. <laughs> And if Con Air could make an appearance, that would be great. You guys like top three bad movies. Wait, wait, wait. Which, what, which one needs to make an appearance? You know, I missed it. Con, Con Air. Con Air. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You didn't think Kanye? <laughs> I think. Con Air. Everyone's favorite bad 90s movie. Bad 90s action oh, movie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, see, enjoy, boys. I got nothing. 
See, I would, I would put The Rock above Con Air. On Dude, the, the Rock on is the, so bad, but it's bad awesomely action. bad. Yeah, but, it's very awesomely watchably bad. Yeah, it's it's rewatchably bad. It's absolutely. Um, none of the Die Hard movies because those are good action movies. Phenomenal. Yeah, thank you. Also, excellent Christmas movies. Yeah, or at least a couple of them. Great um, Christmas movies, Barnabas. Let's see, bad action movies from the nineties. I got think. a couple. All right. I was, <laughs> see. I was a little young for some of the, like, the first half of the 90s is a bit of a blank in my mind for movies because... You weren't I, allowed to watch TV at that point. I mean, I, yeah. I, I, I turned 13 in the 90s, which uh, means that, like, the, the PG-13 R-rated movies came a little later. And so, like, early 2000s, I could probably rattle them off, but 90s is a little rough. All right. Um, Do your best. Well, no, I... The, so, Con Air's... I love that movie. Yeah. I mean, I love it in the, it's a terrible, awesome movie. Um, really, Pipe, you love that movie? I, it, in its category. <sighs> Baby, what were you watching? Okay, Hallmark Christmas. <laughs> but I think, I think uh, is Gone in 60 Seconds 90s? I realize these are all Nicolas Cage movies, but he comes to mind for bad action movies. Was 90s, yeah, he does. It was either late 90s it was or early 2000s. Dude, it was early twos, because it was had it? Giovanni Radisi, I think. He's an early twos. Oh, oh, man. Radice. He's an early twos guy, Radice. Yeah. Did, did, the, uh, did the first Fast and the Furious, I know that we're, they're on like Fast 14 now, but uh, did that, was that, that was early 2000s, right? That's okay. early twos as yeah. well. That's shiny shirt. See, that's, that's my heyday. Sorry. I'm, that's a shiny shirt let's, era. Let's go to 90s studies doctor here and Boom. spit it out. Yeah, Pipe, I don't like to invoke my PhD in 90s studies, but I will. <laughs> but I mean, you should, and rightfully so. Because I'm always teaching. Gosh. You know, it's a, it's a teachable teaching. moment right now. I'm ABC. looking at uh, a couple of pictures. Um, I'm looking at face-off, okay? Yep. Oh, good one. Yes. Face-off is the quintessential crappy 90s movie. Is that another Follow- Nicolas Cage one? Yeah, it's yeah, Nick Cage. And, and, jo- and Travolta, right? Dude, yeah, okay. Nick and yeah. Travolta. Yeah. All right, and, and, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay in that wheelhouse for my second one. Uh, I'm looking at a little Broken Arrow. Yes. Okay? Was- We've got a Broken Arrow yep. fan back here. That's, uh, that's a good one. I- in the room. Um, You're the- bringing them to my mind. These are good. Dude, the third one, I'm going early 90s, man. I'm going mm. early 90s. Vintage 90s. Riding the BMX bike to the video store to get a movie I'm not quite supposed to see. <laughs> I'm going a little Jean-Claude Van Damme Bloodsport. Yes. Okay? There's a scene in Bloodsport where Van Damme is, is fighting this dude. Educate me. And they're standing shoulder to shoulder like we were in the metallurgy shop earlier. Mm. And Van Damme just like kicks this guy in the leg. You remember this? And it breaks it the dude's folds. legs. Yeah, right? Yes. And I remember middle school Big T just thinking that was so awesome. Wow. It was incredible. Oh, I, have, right? I have another one. It's, it's, uh, it's for the, the, this was for my generation in the 90s, and it was Three Ninjas. Yeah. Okay. Three Ninjas was one of the worst kids action movies ever, and I loved it as a, whatever, 11-year-old, however old that was. I mean, it was epically terrible, and it was nice. amazing. Nice. So just bringing it in for the younger generation, nice. our 12-year-olds in the audience. That's right. We do have some. We've got a couple. Yeah. Boys, we've got, uh, we've got a little breaking news on the program, and I want to end with this because we've gone, in true Reformed church fashion, we've gone over time. That's a shock, right? Yeah. So we're, what we're going to do now is sing 16 hymns and then take communion, and we'll get you out of here in an hour and a half. We have a okay? table right behind us, Big T. Right. Yeah. Right. We're all set. <laughs> no, we're not going to do that, actually, baby. I'm going to read some breaking news hot off the wire. 
Um, and what would the song be for that that we need to preface? It's a newsroom music. Yeah. So thanks to our production guys in the back. Yeah, thank you for playing that. Yeah, thanks. Um, they had that all queued up. <laughs> Boys, the, the, break, the breaking news item is as follows. Uh, if you liked this experience live in Louisville, if you enjoyed the energy in this room, which I have, mm. uh, I've enjoyed the heat in this room. It's kind of uh. like hot yoga. I kind of feel like I'm, I'm in a schwitz. I'm in a steam bath. And I'm pushing the fluids like an animal, right? Because I'm just sweating it for, off. For those in the back and those on the air, he's only wearing a towel around his waist right yeah, now. Yeah, I got a towel down here. You'd be seeing the chest hair and the medallions if I, if I wasn't so, you know, reformed. Trim. Yeah, right. You'd be seeing how scrawny I'd be getting. But right. if you've enjoyed like me. the energy and the temperature in this room, we are going to be doing this again in this town. Because I feel a connection to the city of Louisville, okay? Mm. I don't know it well. I feel yeah. like I'm dating Louisville. Let's clap it up for this city, yeah. okay? <laughs> I feel like I just, I just kissed Louisville. I just looked Louisville into the eyes, and I, and I kissed it, and there was no tongue. But it was a rather chaste kiss. It was chaste, but there was the potential for more. You know what I mean? They, did, they didn't hate it. Louisville didn't, didn't hate, hate it. it. Here's what I'm going to do with Louisville. I'm going to call Louisville tomorrow and see if it wants to go on a walk. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm taking a walk with this town tomorrow. And when will that walk be? That walk will be in April when we will be back here in Louisville for, is it T4G? I get these good gospel conferences. Together for the Gospel Together Coalition the gospel. Calvinists. Together for the Gospel Coalition Calvinists. We are going to do a live show right here at Sojourn East in conjunction with Together for the Gospel. Uh, it's going to be huge. It's going to be lavish. And it's going to be even more excessive and decadent than this program. So this is just a foretaste. And he's really announcing this because he expects somebody to bring him swag at that yeah. point. So. I'm not going to be looking at a bare section of table in front of me, I hope, in April. Uh, yeah, so stay year. tuned, guys. It's going to be T4R, T4R. this April. Together so tell your rant. friends, together for the rant. And that's what we're going to do, and that's how we're going to do it. That's right. That's how we're going to do it. Listen, I want you to do something for me, Okay. I want you to give yourselves a big hand because you're the real winners tonight. Yeah. And I've got another little job for you, okay? I'm going to cue it by saying we've wandered to and fro throughout this program. And until next time, I want you to say Rachel LaHeld Evans with me, okay? I want to hear everybody. All together. All right, I want to hear you. Wayno, where are you? I want to hear you, big guy. Let's go, okay? Grudem, Beaky, 12-year-old. Yeah, yeah Joel Let's Beaky, go. I want to hear you in the background. 12-year-old, here we go. Ready? We've wandered to and fro throughout this program. And until next time, Rachel the Held Evans. Yes. The Happy Rant is brought to you by Resonate Recordings. If you go to ResonateRecordings.com, you can see the full range of services they offer. So if you're considering starting a podcast, they are the ones we recommend going with. Again, go to ResonateRecordings.com to see their prices, to connect with them and ask any questions, and to see what they can do to help you launch, edit, master, and improve your podcast. Again, go to ResonateRecordings.com to see what they can do to help you launch and improve your podcast. Has fear stolen your peace? I'm Jennifer Slattery, lead host of the Faith Over Fear podcast, helping you fight your fears and grow your faith. Subscribe at lifeaudio.com.